You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, going to hear from D'Amico probably the next 15 minutes. Guess I got him coming up there at uh, 12.15, free agency is upon us We're gonna hear from the head coach this time last year the the talk was what quarterback are they gonna take they're gonna take a quarterback should they take a quarterback has davis mills been a victim of a bad system should they run it back with davis mills oh, what should they do <laughs> two picks three picks in the top 33 then we had draft night one of the most memorable draft nights that i can remember but i will say we've had now I would say the previous two years, like let's just go back to the rebuild. Let's go to post BOB. Mm-hmm. We've had drafts we've looked forward to. Sure, like there was one year Even where they didn't, have, pick. they didn't have a first or yeah. second because the football idiot BOB did what he did. Yeah, and then the last two, you've had multiple firsts, and we've had excitement building up to the draft. Mm-hmm. Free agency, not really, because you weren't going to be you a were, prominent player. It was warm bodies. You didn't like the layout of your roster. Yeah. So, free agency was just – last year was a little bit of a better version because mm-hmm. you were bringing in higher-quality, roster-churning type of dudes. Yeah. But we haven't really had, in a long time, a situation where this period of the offseason is as exciting as it is to where there's disagreements, there's – You can argue about, about philosophy. This. You're pointing to players, and you feel like you truly have a chance to get any of them, and mm-hmm. they want to be here, and maybe do they fit in – so this is that's the exciting thing about this is I almost feel like the draft. I'm not saying I'm not excited about it, but it's not. It's piv- it, it could be pivotal, but it's not like the end all be all because of how everything's gone in the last year. Yeah, and 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 I remember how excited we were for Dalton Schultz, and that's that's not to downplay his significance. He's a really good player, but like we're out of even the Dalton Schultz business. I mean, they need to sign him. You know, speaking of which. Because the tight end class is is kind of weak in the draft, but I'm saying you got bigger fish to fry now. You know, uh, he was a g- very good addition, uh, and it was something that this team had not ex- experienced before. But now you can go to the next level, and that's something that we're just not we're just not used to. And it's also opportunity because we're not used to having the opportunity to even go after him, whether it's money or or the quality of the team. And you can this year. That's what makes it exciting. Yeah, for me, it's almost like, you know how there's there's some things where you can look ahead and you can also enjoy the moment? Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm looking at the draft, but I, I really do just want to see how free agency shapes up. I'm more excited for before, you know that. I, before I get in draft mode. I think I think I, I think it's going to be cool to watch that the Texans are are even in these discussions that they're even being considered by these big names because no one would give them the, the time of day otherwise. Uh, and now you can, and so that I'm I'm excited about it. Now that's not to say the draft is is not going to be immensely important. Maybe on the defensive side of the ball, uh, as, as we've talked about, whether whatever your preference is. But you talk about like having a. You also don't have three picks in the first thirty-three, so you have to be able to pick your spots in the draft, and you actually have to get the position that need that you need the most in the draft after free agency. I don't know if they have to go need at this. Point. Maybe not. Like you were talking about need. the receiver position, I just want I just want impact. No, I don't think there's like any significant need that I point to and say you got to get this. Maybe done. fill a role is a better way to do it. Got to get this. Like done. get get another receiver. I hope you know, I hope we get to the point be. though where, um, we can start mentioning names mm-hmm. when it comes to the draft. You know, like that's that might be too much to ask, but I want to get to where like we we're mentioning names, not positions. Yes. Yeah, they need a shutdown corner. They need a elite edge guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work that way. No, yeah, no, I know, no, it doesn't. And and right now, it could be. That's why it's it's important to hear what uh, D'Amico has to say here. I think you'll get a good feel for, uh, for for where they're prioritizing things. But uh, he's going to be asked about free agency too. Now he's going to be coy about that, but we'll see if we can, you know, get anything out of that. I too. think he's going to be pretty transparent about what they need to improve, though. Yes, I, I think D'Amico will go up there and say, "Hey, we got to be able to run the ball better. We got to be able to rush the passer better." Uh, I wonder what he thinks about the safety position. I do, too. I mean, you have Jimmy Ward and you have Jalen mm-hmm. Petrie. Mm-hmm. I saw the Texans tweeted out yesterday. They put a picture of Jalen Petrie at the Combine, and then they put a picture of him in his Texans uniform, and it said how it started and how it's going. Mm. I, I didn't I would, didn't really know what to make of that one. Yeah, how is it going <laughs> is the question. <laughs> There's something else, like, really confusing, and, and I don't know what to make of this. Do, do people just not know about Titus Howard? And that the Texans signed him or what? Because I've seen two mock drafts so from many. NFL.com, and they're so, all picking a tackle. So many. They're all saying that the Texans need a right tackle. Here's Chad Reuter. This mm-hmm. is the exact quote from Chad Reuter. And I don't expect you to know the Texans' offensive line. Titus Howard isn't like a big name or anything like that. But it says, quote, If George Fan is not re-signed, the Texans will need an athletic right tackle <laughs> to play that spot so quarterback C.J. Stroud can continue his progression. Uh, and then another one has them actually trading up for a tackle. Oh wow, yeah. So all these, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that maybe they just don't know about Titus Howard because I I doubt they're like saying, oh, they just paid Titus Howard. They got to figure it out. They're probably just looking at the depth chart of last year and saying, okay. George I mean, they're looking at the roster. They know. I he's mean, getting, he can pay big money. Yes, they should know. They know he's getting paid. I've seen it like from the very start of all these mock drafts. I've seen tackle all over the place, and I'm like, I wish. Like seriously, if you could erase that, I would be all about if 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 Titus Howard's contract did not exist, would there be anybody, anyone, anywhere saying that they should draft anything but a tackle? No, I don't think so. None. Yeah, I don't know what's 100%. going on. Hundred percent. We'd all, all be we'd all be in agreement. Even me and Seth, they got to draft a tackle. Like, it would be total or agreement. Or sign a tackle. I think draft, but you think yeah. it's yeah. possible they do draft a tackle. No, I mean, they surprises. Not not in the first round. Not in the first round. But that's, I mean, that's an indictment on your situation if you do that. Yeah, no, no question. But I mean, the it also is an indictment of Titus Howard and what people believe in him. 
I, I think they just don't know. Yeah, we do. And I just said, and I think you agreed, if his contract didn't exist, we would be in agreement, draft a tackle. 100%. I don't think anyone would, would want anything but a tackle. What is the what, – what, let's, let's go to the needs, though, like uh, on top of impact. And I brought this up earlier. Why is there like a belief that the Texans need defense more than offense? And I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying that they don't need to improve on defense, but that Baltimore game, they, they scored three points on offense. They, they had a punt return touchdown, and Nico Collins was banged up, and Tank Dell was out. Tank Dell, Tank Dell, one season in, he's missed eight games. Mm-hmm. Nico Collins has missed 13 games the last three seasons. That's that's eight. That that's five more than Saquon Barkley has. Mister injury prone that I keep hearing. The, the injury prone guy. I'm not even counting the Jets game where Nico left after you know one of the first four plays of the game or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Their run, their rushing offense was the second worst of all postseason teams. Yeah. Only Tampa Bay, who was the worst in the league, had a worse rushing offense than the Texans. So why in the hell do we think that they need defense so much more than offense? Like, don't, don't you think just because I think you have the pieces to where if you if you give them even more, this could be an elite offense where maybe the defense doesn't have to be as good because we, we we've got to believe that yeah. Nico Collins and Tank Dell aren't just going to be out there all the time. If you go just what they need, I just wrote down in order their positions of need. Now, I'm I'm assuming they're going to fill some of these via, via free agency. But what do they need, Landry? For me, to, uh, stop me when you disagree. Number one is wide receiver. Number two is running back. Number three is tight end. Number four is linebacker. And you can switch running back and wide receiver. Yeah. I get that. So let's say wide receiver, running back, those are your top two needs. Yes. I think tight end is three. Here's my other thing. You don't get to the defense till the fourth important thing. Here's my other thing. If you're looking at the seasons that these guys had last year, Landry Locker, mm-hmm. John Lopez, Figgy Figgy, we'll hear from D'Amico Ryan's about seven minutes. But if you're looking at Nico Collins and Tank Dell, those are two guys that we feel really good about on offense. We feel great about CJ, and CJ's the straw that stirs the drink. Mm-hmm. But – it, it, do you think that Nico Collins, like with the season that he had, isn't this? I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to put like a cap on him, but I, I, I feel like there's a there's a decent chance that we look back, whether it's because there's more around him or whatever, and we say, man, that 2023 season was one of one of Nico Collins' career years. Mm-hmm. He played his ass off, mm-hmm. or at least it's similar to that, right? Like, do you see like some massive step where Nico Collins is all of a sudden producing at a top five level? That just doesn't seem realistic to me. Yeah, Does it, well, you? how many players have? Yeah. You I, know, after three years. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I like Nico Collins. I'll put him in like the T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk category, which is great. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. Yeah. Tank Dell. Love Tank Dell. But he missed eight games. We don't know what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. I think C.J. Stroud, I think this is just the start. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be elite, but we have that. But I'm just I'm just focusing on the receivers. Yeah. On the defensive side of the ball, I think Will Anderson's going to be way better. Yeah. Like borderline, like elite. Christian Harris. I think Christian Harris is mm-hmm. going to get better, and I think Derek Stingley is going to be a CB1. Yeah. So, though, so that those guys are getting better mm-hmm. on defense. You got to improve your offense, man. Yeah. 
That's got to be that's got to be the strength of your squad. You do and need D'Amico a cornerback. Coach it up. You do need a tackle, defensive yeah. tackle. You do need an edge. Yes, but in terms of like holding down the levels on the defense, you got some players that are going to do that for sure. Yeah, Landry Larkin, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. Let's hear from D'Amico Ryan's. We're going live to Indianapolis next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's hear from D'Amico Ryans uh, in a sec. We're going to go live to the Combine uh, as soon as uh, he's good to go. They're, they're usually pretty tight about this. We'll hear mm-hmm. from D'Amico uh, what the Texans need, what they're going to do, all that type of stuff here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610, the head coach of the Texans. Really the uh, much more intense, I would say, D'Amico Ryans. Uh, more intense and a, um, more of a shot caller, too. So uh, what he carries, it's... It's a team effort with Nick Casario, and I think uh, D'Amico has a big voice. All right, we're good. Here is uh, D'Amico Ryans here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610. Hey, back again. <laughs> yeah, with CJ, the, uh, the things that stood out from the skill standpoint is, as we all saw him, right, he can – put the ball anywhere he needs to uh, in a very accurate manner. Uh, He did a very good job of just his demeanor. I think at that quarterback position, when you have a very calm demeanor and your teammates see that, right, it's a confidence, right? It's a calm confidence that kind of exudes throughout the entire locker room. And that's what CJ has. And I think those are the skills that allowed him to be very successful as a rookie and have one of the best rookie seasons for a quarterback in our league's history so very excited about what tj did this year but i'm also even more excited about the things that he can improve on and where he can get better continuing to lead our team this next year definitely looking for a huge jump in his growth from year one to year two Well, for me, every season you start over, right? Last year was last year. Uh, it was a good run for us. Not didn't end the way we wanted it to end. 
but that was a good run for the 2023 Texans. Now, for me, it's a clean slate. We start over 2024. Now, who are we going to be, right? And, you know, we have a lot of great matchups versus a lot of uh, great teams this year. And I'm excited to, first off, build our team, again, the proper way of guys who are just looking to compete, guys who have that relentless mindset, guys who want to go out, play for each other, guys who want to hunt, guys who want to play with relentless effort and finish. Like, that's what I'm looking to build as we start this offseason. Yeah, our division is, is definitely really good. You think about the young quarterbacks in our division. Uh, with the Colts, the Jags, right, the Titans, and us, we all have really young quarterbacks who all have bright futures. And so really, four really good teams in our division is going to be a battle each and every week that we play each other. But I'm excited about it, right? You want to play against really the top, top, top competition to see where you stack up, right? And I'm excited to see our team, right, develop and grow throughout the year and see where we end up. Yeah, very pleased with Devin. I remember sitting in a free agent visit with Devin and just, man, his personality, his demeanor, it was a guy I knew I wanted to work with right away. Right, Devin is made of the right stuff. He's a hard worker. He's a leader. He shows up every day in practice with a great attitude, and the guys around him feed off of that. Right, so Devin was a great guy. We'll see what happens in free agency, but we'd love to have Devin back just because of what he brought to our team. He was, uh, he was definitely a bright spot for us in that running back room. It, it, uh, when we talk about his growth, I think it starts with the coaches that you surround him with. So we surrounded him with some young coaches, young, talented coaches, and uh, Bobby Sloick, Gerard Johnson, also veteran coaches, and Bill Lazor and Shane Day, uh, who's no longer with us. But we just surrounded him with the right guys in the coaching position, but also in his room, right, having Case Keenum there, a veteran quarterback who's done it at a high level for a long time. So making sure that we have that balance around CJ. So if there's any questions, any things that he may ask or things that he can lean on guys who've been there, done that, seen that before, right? There was not a guy around him that he couldn't ask, he couldn't rely on, who can give him the answers and can share with them his their experiences of how they've seen other quarterbacks right succeed in this league. I thought Bobby did a really great job being a first-year coordinator. Everybody is kind of hesitant when you have a first-year coordinator, and nobody knows truly what to expect. But uh, for me, knowing Bobby and knowing how detailed he is in his preparation, right, how prepared he is, how he gets his coaches prepared, the way he teaches, like it, it showed up on the film. And I'm, I'm happy for Bobby that he was able to garner the success that he truly deserves. Right, And Bobby's success doesn't happen without the players. So I never lose sight of this game is about the players, and it will always be about the players. As coaches, we're just here to assist the players, right, and support them in any way we can. But uh, Bobby doesn't have that success without getting the right players, and the players performing at a high level.
Well, it started right here at the combine, right, when you were evaluating young players. Right? You see CJ come into our room in the formal interviews and just see, you know, he had that calmness about him, right, in the room. And you can tell, for me, I can tell instantly, like, if a guy, you know, has what it takes. Right? And I, I saw that in CJ when he first sat down and he began to speak to us about his background, right, and his college experience. And then you see... Right, his teammates and how they spoke about CJ. I remember being here last year, and every Ohio State uh, teammate that sat in our room, they spoke highly of CJ and the type of leader he was, and what he meant to them, and the things that he did to those guys to help them. So it's uh, you can't hide, right? Your true character always will will show, and it showed that CJ was a, a really great guy, raised the right way. And he was the same guy throughout the entire year. He didn't change, right? And that's a uh, true testament to his upbringing, his family, his parents, and the way they raised him. Yeah, with the receiver position, we're looking for guys who are separators, right? Who can separate, who can find a way to get open, right? And if you have that one redeeming quality that you can separate, right, that's what we're looking for, especially that shows up on third down, right? How do you win third down? How do you stay on the field as an offense, right, and continue to produce uh, and move the ball down the field? It's about third down, right, and being able to convert. And the way you convert is guys who are savvy enough to find a way to always get open. Yeah, Shane did a really nice job. Uh, I remember going against him our second game. He did a really nice job. Even you, know, you see a coach who's able to adapt, even though he lost his starting quarterback and Anthony Richardson. Right? I mean, the backup comes in, and Minshew does a really great job, and he was able to sustain that throughout the entire year. So I really, I think that speaks highly to the coaching and the coaching staff and the guys you have around them. So, I mean, credit to Shane, did a really good job without having his uh, starting quarterback. And we were able to, you know, come here in Indy and have a, you know, a, a matchup there to make the playoffs. So it's a uh, really credit to him. I think always thought highly of Shane. He's back in, uh, back in, uh, in Philly, right? Going against him as a play caller. He's always done a really great job of, of keeping you off balance, right? And really, attacking like what you give him he tries to take advantage of what you give him and not always going for the big play but he's very smart in how he approaches the game planning well bringing back bobby and, and gerard i think it helps with the continuity of our offense, right? With a young quarterback, young players around them, you want to continue to build on what those guys did this year. So I'm, I'm happy to not go into a, a new season here and we have to worry about, right, installing that new offense, right? Or learning, learning new terminology. So now we can hit the ground running. We can really build off of what we did, look at through our self scout, the things that we did well, things that CJ did well, and how can we continue to put him in those positions to succeed? Wow, that was uh, that was an exciting draft last year to be able to get right two of the top players in this in the draft class last year to get CJ and Will and two anchors 
for our team, for our locker room. That was that was very important for us to get both guys. How do we follow that up this year? We continue to add guys who fit the Texans culture. And that's guys who are made of the right mindset, guys who have that relentless mindset, guys who are true competitors, guys who love football, guys who who love pushing their teammates to be their best, guys who want to be the best at what they do, right? We add those type of players to our locker room. That's how we follow up a a great draft last year. Right. When you talk about free agents, when you have that firsthand look of the guys who you've spent day after day with, you know them. You know their strengths. You know their weaknesses. Right. You know everything about the player. You know how they are when things get hot and heavy. Like how do they handle it? So I think there is an advantage to man. I know exactly who this guy is. I know exactly how he will respond, as opposed to reaching for someone you may on another team that you may not have much info about. Uh, so it, it, there's a lot that goes into it. It's like while we're here at the Combine, we're trying to gather as much information on these players and their backgrounds as much as we can to identify who they are as a person, right? And in the free agency process, it kind of gets sped up, and sometimes you miss out on truly figuring out, man, who is this person that we're bringing into our building? So for me, it's always person over player, right? And bringing the right person in is, uh, is of high importance to me. Right. Yeah, Dalton did a really nice job for us in the passing game. Thought when those two-minute drives where we were able to win a few games, Dalton really showed up in a situational football third down. He showed up making big catches for us. So. Uh, we'll see what happens with Dalton in free agency, but I'm very, very proud of what he did for us last year. Now, sky's the limit for Christian. Christian is one of the, the fastest linebackers that I've had a chance to work with. Very explosive, instinctive player. So I'm excited. I see last year is Christian's rookie year. That was his first year, and I'm excited to see him build off of what he did last year. Yeah, it is. It's, it's challenging to keep up with the coaches, but I think with me and how do you evaluate those coaches, you really rely on is you rely on those people that they've been with, right? Coaches that they've been around and guys they have experience with, and you just want to learn how they are as workers, like how dedicated are those guys to perfecting their craft, right? Are they guys who have no ego? And they're willing to do whatever it takes to just help the team. And I think that's how you truly define, right, good young assistant coaches. Are they, I tell coaches all the time, are you the best at what you do? Or are you looking to pursue something else, right, inside of doing the best job that you have, right? Whether you're, if you're coaching the tight ends, are you the best tight end coach? Are you a QC? Are you the best at breaking down information or getting the information to the coaches just be faithful over a few things and you'll get blessed with more.
evaluate someone who might be really smart and hungry and want it, but who doesn't know the same people and then for you to kind of know that they can help you too? I think it comes a lot. Uh, also, with coaching, it comes to right, with our, our scouting department who's on the road. They go to colleges and they see coaches. They're at practices, so they see these coaches actually in action working with the young players, and that's where I gain a lot of insight from our scouts, our college scouts who are on the road to see, man, how was this guy in his drills, right? And that's, that speaks highly to me, and I gain a lot of information from our college scouts. All right, we're going to do the last one. Hey, what's up, buddy? Yeah, for for me with the with the success we've had, and I'm you know I'm excited to see more former players step into coaching, right, and become head coaches because. Uh, there are a lot of talented players, former players who've done it at a high level, guys who understand the game, guys who can connect and relate with players, and guys who can lead. So I would, I would love to see even more former players step up and become head coaches. And I think you saw that, you know, in this hiring cycle, uh, with Antonio Pierce, with Jared Mayo, like most guys are getting those opportunities, right? And I'm excited to see those guys be successful as well. All right. Thank you guys. All right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, there you go. It's D'Amico Ryan's uh, live at the podium. So we got we got a little bit there. Um, thing that sticks out the most for me, and I think this makes sense, is he was asked about two guys that I think the Texans would probably like to keep, uh, Dalton Schultz and Devin Singletary. With, with Singletary, he said, we'll see what happens in free agency, but we would like to have Devin back. He said that. With, with Dalton, it was 
Um, I was proud of what Dalton did as a player, and we'll see what happens. But he didn't say he wanted to have him back. I, I, I think that there there could be a couple of ways that one could read into this. I know I know Ryan Crossingham um, on Twitter said, you know, it was much different. I think the market is going to speak to Singletary, and he's going to discover that coming back, even if it's a mm-hmm. RB2 or a RB1B, um, this is going to be the best opportunity for him. He is not. I agree. He is not going to have a starting opportunity elsewhere. He knows this system, all that, and that was the original role he was brought in to play. And I think he'd be hell. His role, he's comfortable. I with. think he'd be amazing at it. Yeah, he's comfortable with it. Amazing at it. Um, as far as Dalton Schultz, I, I could see with the way this tight end market is set up, th- there's going to be some competition for Dalton. Schultz. I think it got. It's going to be really, really hard. There's going to be unless a, they want to tag him. There's going to be a bigger bonus. Talking about they could tag him. Uh, you know, other teams are going to be talking about bigger bonuses, uh, longer term. Of the contract. Uh, tell me if you picked up on the same thing that I did, though. You said that was one of your takeaways. One of my takeaways, the old uh, eyebrow razor, you know, you kind of like, oh, okay. We talked very specifically about finding a wide receiver and looking for separate. That a guy can that separate, can, yeah. And looking for a guy that can separate. Yeah. I think that's just a general <sighs> mind. We're going to hear it again. I, I I just got the, like. Are you gonna try to make this a Mike Evans? Thing? No, no, no. Because it could no. My point is this: it could be draft. Yeah. It could be free agency. I thought it was just a trait that he wants from wide receivers. But it he said he said looking for a wide receiver. We'll yeah. hear it again. He's talking about third down separation. All yeah. that. He said well, they need wide receivers. No, I know. I, but but like this is the first time he's like because he's talking about defensive tackle, uh, other things. He you know he he mentions other things. I could be like totally off, but let's hear that again at some point because he was talking as if, yeah, wide receiver. So th- this which, is, which, which, by the way, sorry, but no, it, no. it speaks to the whole. We're set with Nico. We're set with Tank. The head yeah. coach is talking about finding a receiver to find yeah, some ta- separation on need. third down. Yeah. The the thing about the wide receiver thing, I I want to I, I kind of want to get into this, and and I just want to cuss and discuss this, and I want the people too as well on Twitch and on YouTube. Uh, and on the text line, seven one three five seven two four six ten. Just heard from D'Amico Ryan's live at the combine. We'll hear from Nick Casario tomorrow. Where is wide receiver when it comes to positions that you feel best about with this ball club? Because it might be a little higher up for some than it is for this show. Let's discuss that. Yeah. Coming up next. After the end of a good fight. You deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents In the Loop with John Lopez and Landry Locker. All right, so the wide receiver position, you heard D'Amico Ryan say, 
quotes. We want separators. We want separators. And there was a lot of good stuff to feel good about last year when it came to Tank Dell and Nico Collins. I think they surpassed our expectations. I, I think we forecasted, if we were thinking ahead, we forecasted that the Texans would be in desperate need of a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Nico Collins at least generated the discussion, can this guy be your best wide receiver? Can he be the best wide receiver on a good team? And Tank Dell, who you got in the third round, he was playing so well that it was a discussion about who was the better receiver between him and Nico Collins. So you feel you you feel better about the wide receivers than you do right now compared to how you how you thought you would and and, and I think to how even to a certain point that you could have realistically thought. But but my my thing is this and and this is my question. How good do you really feel about the wide receivers? Because you've there's got to be like some sort of, for me, at least like balance. I, I, I want to be proactive when it comes to the evaluation of the wide receiver position. I, I don't want to assume that the best is yet to come. I don't want to assume that Nico Collins, like last year, is just the start of something. I mean, you see guys all the time have career years. Could that be the career year for Nico Collins? Can he stay on the damn field? He's missed thirteen. He's missed thirteen games in the last three years. That's that's five more than Saquon Barkley. I'm hearing all this talk about Saquon Barkley. Man, he's he's injury prone. He had the season-ending injury in 2000, and he's missed five fewer games yeah. in the last three years than Nico Collins. He's missed as many games as Tank Dell has in one year. Mm-hmm. So. With that, and you look at where the Texans are from three down at wide receiver, and, and you also take into account that most likely in most football games, you're probably going to need more than two wide receivers to make plays. Like, How good do you really feel about the wide receiver position when it comes to the Texans? Let me ask you this. It's one thing for you and me and Figgy to talk about how we feel about the wide receivers and injuries this and production that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Listen to this and, and, and answer this question after you, you hear D'Amico talking about the receiver position. Uh, how does he feel about it? Yeah, with the receiver position, we're looking for guys who are separators, right? Who can separate, who can find a way to get open, right? And if you have that one redeeming quality that you can separate, right, that's what we're looking for, especially that shows up on third down, right? How do you win third down? How do you stay on the field as an offense, right, and continue to produce uh, – and move the ball down the field, it's about third down, right, and being able to convert. And the way you convert is guys who are savvy enough to find a way to always get open. Literally said, we are looking for guys who are separators. Yeah. So? So how does he feel about the receiver room? Well, I mean, that can be just as much of an indictment, though, on three down. Like, three, okay. like because the Jets game comes to mind where Tank was out, Nico got hurt, and – those guys could not separate for anything. Nobody I, you know, was look, open. I fully admit, maybe I'm reading. It could a lot. be three down. Maybe I'm reading something into this. I don't think I'm reading a lot into this. I think, it, and you said it. What was the problem uh, in the playoff game? Zero points. You know, outside of the kickoff, D'Amico was on the sideline. Man, he's like, "What do we need?" Like, yes, Tank was injured, etc. But uh, what do we need to take another step and bolster this offense? Literally said, we're looking for guys who are separators. I found that interesting. I mean, I don't think I'm on an island here. If you if you if you heard what he was talking about there, uh, that 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 uh, the, the receiver position, and and I'm not. This is not a Mike Evans thing or a Gabe Davis. It's a position thing. It's kind of it actually bolsters your point 
of are we sure you know that these guys yeah. are the guys and and i don't know like regardless of how you feel and, and i'm not dismissing like i'm not pounding the table saying there's no chance in hell with nico Collins. yeah but are you sure is he sure yeah I, I i just think there's reason for skepticism and as far as the receiver room as a whole it's it's not good like i, I don't i don't know how else to say it, it stinks mm-hmm. like it, it, that's i mean i'm sorry when you have john mechie you have xavier hutchinson noah brown's gone like if, if if we are functioning under the belief that you need, you know, four receivers to contribute in some way, shape, or form, the, the wide receiver room right now stinks. Mm-hmm. It's got to get better. It's not like unless you think that John Mechie is going to have a breakout year. I like Xavier Hutchinson. I could see Xavier Hutchinson playing his way into being, you know, in the short term, like sure. your, your four or five guy or something like that that contributes on special teams as well. But Let's let's not sit here and, and and act like this is a good wide receiver room because they got two guys who can't stay healthy, who that they, they performed at about as high of a level as you possibly could. And mm-hmm. I and I go back to last year, the the Damian Pierce performance where it was like, well, you know, like what should the if let's say the Texans keep the number twelve overall pick, should mm-hmm. they consider Jameer Gibbs or uh, Bijan Robinson? And and there were people saying, no, you got Damian Pierce. How the hell does that look right now? <laughs> yeah. How the hell does that look right now? Mm-hmm. For real. Like that now running back is a situation. So this is where this is where I think when every time the draft comes around, I know you and Figgy are gonna roll your eyes and yeah, y'all hear this all the time. Y'all been working for me for damn near seven, eight years, and, and I say this all the time when it comes to the draft. Hold on. Chess checkers and chess. Hold on. Checkers and chess. Full stop. What? Say that again. Checkers and chess. We've been what? Did you hear it, Figgy? Nah, I missed. What'd you working say? with? We can go go back to the tape. I said we've been working with you for seven. You eight said years. you've been working for me. What? For me or with me? We'll listen. We'll go to the tape. I'll fully admit uh, that I was wrong. Working. You said for y'all me? have been working for me. Okay, check that. But but y'all <laughs> definitely haven't been working for me. I don't even know. Like that could be a misspeak, which could happen. <laughs> but go ahead. But my point is that like a lot of times you got to use you got yes. you got to play chess when you're drafting. Absolutely. You don't just look at needs and say we need this 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 because that a lot of times the opportunity isn't there. So the opportunity right now is to where you can add the the wide receiver uh, situation. No, I I've never been, and, and again, this is oftentimes you're you're cheering for yourself here. You know? I got to hear this out. Uh, here. We'll get to it in a second, but I've never been more uh, excited to hear D'Amico Ryan's talk about a position of need than what he did because it bolsters your point and it backs up my point of of where the priority really should be. And and then he segued into, or maybe it was before. Um, the free agents, the free agency thing, he said, "Who is the person? Is it matters to him most in free agency?" Yeah, he said he's more person than player. Yes, that was the quote. Mike Evans is a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good dude. <laughs> that is true. Pretty good dude. Yeah, that is true. So is Saquon. Figgy? So is Saquon. I think we have the audio. Did I say working for? I didn't hear. I'm gonna hear it in real time. All right, so. let's go hit it. That now running back is a situation. So this is where this is where I think. When every time the draft comes around, I know you and Figgy are gonna roll your eyes, and yeah, y'all hear this all the time. Y'all been working for me for damn near oh, seven, eight yeah, years, I and, and I say this all. The- damn, I did say it. What the hell is going on, Figgy? <laughs> it's Landry Locker and the Pips. I meant with me. I meant Landry with Locker me. and Company. Yeah, I meant with me. <laughs> 
the Landry Locker show, but with Figgy Fig and some <laughs> other Mexican dude. Locker and company. Here on In the Loop. No, I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. Though. I, pro- I promise, I didn't mean it. like hit that. Hit it, Figgy. Yeah, hit. The you gotta off. hit it. Yeah, I, I did not mean that. Oh no. This sounds like a slime ball nomination. Slime me. Yeah, I did. I did not mean that. Whatever, whatever you say, Landry. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah let me. Let me if, you, if you need time off, just go can, go through with can me. Can I? Can I send my expense report from Las Vegas to you? Yeah, you can. <laughs> hey, you gotta be. You gotta be sure not to. Uh, you gotta be careful with those Ubers. <laughs> We'll get into that. We'll we'll do a little lunchtime confessions uh, in the one o'clock hour. But yeah, but seriously though, they, they do need to be proactive when it comes to. I, I'm like like this made me happy. It was by and large it was a kind of meh press conference, and it wasn't D'Amico's fault. It was the people asking the questions. They, they, what was this like? You know, the Tuesday after the last game of the season. What did you think of CJ Stroud? That's neither here nor there. But I was encouraged with that. They are. I've never been more convinced. They are prioritizing wide receiver. Could be wrong. They should. I, I don't know if they, they are. I've, I'm convinced they between are. What they will do, I, I think they should. Yeah. You need to. I think he kind of gave us a little bit of a hint there. Even if even if they signed someone and then drafted someone, I, I would be I just, just stack the wide receiver room mm-hmm. as much as you can. Yes. yes. What's the worst that can happen? And yes. That's... I, I just don't I don't feel as good about this wide receiver room. And the other thing that that is interesting is, and I don't mean to keep bringing it back to mm-hmm. the philosophical battle or anything like that, but I I hear on one hand about smart money, <laughs> yeah, and then I hear well you need to pay Nico Collins, and then I hear you don't want to pay Saquon because he's injury prone. What is Nico Collins? Mm-hmm. Last year was his most, health, most healthy year. He missed a few pretty key games. Yeah. And left one. So, what is... Where's the concern level there? Huge. Uh, and I, th- I think it speaks to, like, we can say their names. <laughs> like Seth said, you know, I want to prioritize where they actually need people. Well, the head coach of, of the Houston Texans kind of gave you a little hint there that he thinks they might need a wide receiver, like more than a little hint, a big hint. We are looking for receivers. His words. We are looking for guys who can separate. They need it. That's a priority, but man. But they need it. It should be. Yes. I mean, you saw that Jets game? Yes. It was awful. Mm-hmm. It was bad. The wide receiver room, like I, I feel better about the O-line right now just because you're stuck with it. I know that's a hell of an endorsement, but you're stuck with it. You've already invested. Yeah. So I feel better about that. I feel better about the quarterback. Uh, the running back situation, I think it's an easy fix. Like, I, I think it's it's blatantly obvious. You top of the free agent market and per, perhaps even Devin Singletary. So I'm going to feel better about that. Like, yeah. as far as the realistic fix. The And then, and then you look at D-line, linebacker, all that. Like, we, you can you can have the discussion, but... You need more than two wide receivers, and even your top two wide receivers, they couldn't stay on the field together. Yes, and, and and so it's not a matter of, you know, minimizing the importance of getting defensive players. Uh, it, it's the importance of prioritizing the position, the, the the positions that you absolutely need to bolster the offense that let you down in the postseason, and and bolster the offense that's going to help the one guy that's going to get you as far as you go. 
that that's the priority, and I think he's noticing that. Got to do it. Got to do it. Wide receiver, you, you've got to add some depth. Does that mean Mike Evans? I don't know. What's the price going to be? Mm-hmm. You brought up that he's a pretty good person. I would say so. Haven't heard anything bad about him. No. Um, does that mean the draft? Does it mean both? Could. But if the Texans, let me put it, if the Texans are going to run it back with the wide receivers they have right now and there's not going to be any impact guy, whether it's a free agent falling in your lap, whether it's Mike Evans, whether yeah. it's a draft pick, you're not going to win too many games next year. I'm sorry. Like, if, right. if, 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 if the wide receiver room is going to look like it does right now with what's behind Tank Dell and Nico Collins, I like those guys. But if, but if you're just expecting those guys, if you're expecting to look at those guys like the Bengals are looking at Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and you're just saying, you know, let's, let's just fill in the holes, you're in trouble. You've got to, you've got to invest something at the, in that position because it's, it's rough. Well, look at those that, question at, marks. Look at that team in particular. They're running it back with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Proven, uh, effective for more than one year, you're running it back if you do that with uh, Tank Dell. And Nico Collins, love them, big time players, maybe stars in the making, but they don't have the track record, and that's why I think D'Amico is is recognizing that. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig, Locker and friends here on In the Loop on <laughs> <laughs> Sports Radio. You need some coffee? 16. Yeah, can I get some little cream though, man? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. shaken, not stirred. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I might spit in it. <laughs> Coming up next, let's go around the NFL. Let's take a look at everything going on. There's a lot of business picking up, a lot of things being said at the Combine. Uh, Confession's going to be pushed back to 120 uh, along with the internet going nuts. So don't go anywhere. In the loop is stacked. Final hour uh, as the Combine has begun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 